Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. My Talkers, thanks for joining on this Thursday, December 2nd. We're getting you to the weekend. We're almost there, but no worries. Lori and Julia are here for the next day and a half to bring you guys some entertainment. We've got Hollywood Speak coming up this hour. We've got a great author in for Loj Book Club as well. And Julia's random thoughts, which we always know can be a little fun. So let's have some fun, guys. Okay, we are having fun. Yes. We're just downloading a little bit. All right, I have to tell you um, that... Can I tell you a couple more TV things for tonight? Because yeah, the, yeah. the big Alec Baldwin, George Snuffleupagus interview is tonight. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that a little bit later because oh. we got a whole thing on that. All right, but, fine. Um, yeah, the DVR is set for that. Eight mm-hmm. o'clock mm-hmm. on ABC. Yeah. Um, George told the uh, other people, folks on GMA this morning, that he didn't have any questions that were given to him that were off limits. Okay. So this is... This is a this is a PR strategy okayed by his legal counsel, yeah. Alec Baldwin. And he wants to yeah. save his career. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and be able to this is sounds kind of fun to me. This is on VH um one and it's called The Bitch Who Stole Christmas. Oh, and it's a good. drag. <laughs> it's in it the first sentence is about time there's a drag universe that gets its own holiday movie. And so it has stars from RuPaul's drag race. Yeah. And many more in a fashion journalist who visit a Christmas-obsessed small town and finds all manner of cutthroat intrigue surrounding a winter ball competition. So, in Car- Charo's also in it. Oh, I got it. I got it. So that's that on tonight. VH1. That okay. one sounds so mm-hmm. funny. And then there was one other one that I thought really sounded kind of good. For um, of course, you know, you have the Cowboys playing. Saints. Yep. Grant. Yes, the Saints tonight. Yep. And aren't the Cowboys struggling with some COVID? Yeah, they yeah, like their coach, multiple players have COVID, um, and they've also been on a quite a bit of a losing streak. Yeah, there, they but, have. Yeah, yeah. So. Our brother in law is devastated. <laughs> they started out hot, like seven yeah, and zero or did. something, and yeah. then yeah. Okay, this is the other one. If you have Sundance, it's called The Pact. I do have Sundance. Okay, it's a six part thriller and boils four employee employees of a brewery and a cover up when their young boss is found dead. Complicating matters. One of the group's husband is a police officer investigating the mysterious death. Mm, I like some of the science. So it's called Pact? The Pact. The Pact. <laughs> yep. All right. Yep. Um, so those are the ones that I kind of thought looked good for tonight. Have you guys, has anyone watched or started watching The Wheel of Time on Amazon? Everyone it, says it's no? Game of Thrones. It's, it's not the new Game of Thrones. It's even better. Really? According to Slate Magazine. 
Uh, I peeked at it, but it looked like um, you had to like go all in and not be able to be cleaning your house and reading a book and doing seven other yeah. things at the same time. This you is have a to pay focus. attention show. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Apparently, we need to check this show out, Grant, at yeah. some point. I just uh, wrote it down. Yeah, the Wheel of Time, and it's on Amazon. And it's, if anyone's watched it, give us a buzz if you can tell us if it's great or not. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. The Rotten Tomatoes loves it. The the Tomato Meter. The Tomato Meter loves it. <laughs> and then some sad news in the TV world. Uh, Laverne oh. and Shirley star Eddie Mecca. He played. Uh, Carmine, you know, the big ragu, mm-hmm. Shirley's on and off again boyfriend. He he was, young, he was only 66, yeah. and um, that's what he was most famous for, was playing uh, Carmine Ragusa. Ragusa. Ragusa, the and big you ragu. would recognize him in a full oh, yeah. hair. Oh, yeah. He was, I loved him on that. I lo- it made me realize I'd love to watch Laverne and Shirley again. shows. Oh, they, they were, were so happy. That was such a fun, funny show. Lenny and Squiggy were hysterical. Hysterical. That was a fun show. Yeah, it really was. Mm-hmm. So, anyway, Cindy Williams uh, just was like, I'm going to miss you so much. You were just one of my favorite people. Oh. Yeah. What a, it's a hard time of, time, time of year to lose somebody. Yeah, it Jeez. sure is. Yeah, me and like. All right. Okay, so, and then I watched Wendy Williams, you know, leave that treatment, TMZ. No, Extra had it. Okay, so you um, watched, not the TV show, but just heard the person leaving her treatment facility yes, in and, Florida. Yeah, and, and it was played on Extra, and Billy Bush is like, okay, we're going to go to Florida now, and Wendy Williams is leaving her wellness center and I'm like, okay. I want to go to one of those. Yeah, well, I don't know. Um, Not this one? I, I don't know, but she came out in a Versace robe with bare feet, shuffled out in bare feet to a waiting limo. And her wig was better than some of the wigs I've seen on the show. Uh-huh. And then when the paparazzi said, you know, Wendy, you know, how are you doing? She said, Wendy, with her back to the camera, she's getting, Wendy is doing fabulous. I love it when people refer to themselves in the third person. <laughs> and she said, there's much more Wendy stuff happening. And oh. then, you know, they kind of helped her and the door shut and it drove away. And I just thought, what in the heck is happening? Her feet might be too swollen from that thing she has, a lymphedemia or whatever. Slippers I, I still would get some kind of a paper slipper. Yeah. I could not handle no shuffling oh. around. the. It's too much. Mm-mm. It's too much. But anyway, her Lori, ratings. Okay, just to know, yeah. if you're in the airport, too, in the summertime and you oh. don't have on stockings and you're going through, uh, you know. TSA? Uh-huh. Oh. You will be judged. No, and not only that, you may get something. You may get some kind of a fungus that you have an itch between your toes for the rest of your life. Your toenails could fall off. Oh, love it. You can and get your toes off. could fall off, Lori. Let's go extreme. No, my sister got a thing in a she in did? a bathroom, yeah, in a shower without taking it. And to this day, she has her toenails look like somebody little waffles little, with ridges. Yes, they're yeah. all rigid. So she got a little bacteria and it's and it's never gone away. Never gonna win. And it really can she pinpoint it back to a public facility yes. that she didn't wear shoes? Yes. Oh. Yeah. 
All right, lifetime people, think yeah. of that. Yeah. Oh, do you see that? I when I look at that, I mean, I can. I look like I just. I mean, I can't. Sure, you I hold keep, your disdain. No, I, I look away as quickly as if somebody turned around and was buck naked. It's just it's best to avert your eyes <laughs> to bare naked feet in yeah. a place and like bare that. Bare naked bottoms. Yeah, it is. Just look away. <laughs> Don't look, even though you want to see what is going on there. <laughs> yeah. You know, Ugh. same at the airport. I can't look at that. I just can't. It's it feels obscene and private and like, okay, go ahead. But I glad I'm not you. Oh, you know. Gosh. But any I... the, Wendy's uh, the ratings still up about thirty two percent. And you know who's really really good? Leah Remini and that Michelle Visage. Yeah. They do it together. They're very good. Mm-hmm. Wendy, look out. This is not a good sign when your ratings go that much up. No, you know. All right, listen, we got to go. We are digging into... Remind us not to bo- both go on vacation at the same time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be back with Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. All right, random thoughts, random randomness. Um, I just want you to know if you... This is always a great issue today of the Star Tribune because they have their 2021... Holiday cookie contest winners. Oh, I saw the taste section today. I saw that, but I didn't look yet. I grabbed it. Well, here are the winners. And this is always so great because sometimes people get in a cookie making rut, not you, mm-hmm. um, but others. And people, some people love baking. So these were some great. So here's the winner. Listen, does this sound good? Lemon rosemary creams. So it's like two cookie shortbreads with a lemony cream in the middle. Oh, Doesn't that sound word. decadent? Yes. Elevating the quietly elegant shortbread cookie with citrus and herbal flourishes is this recipe for blue ribbon success. Oh my, it sounds the complicated. Second, a finalist. I know, Lordy, you're thinking of the word. Yeah, I'm thinking how complicated <laughs> at, that sounds. Look at where she goes. Grant, where can we buy those? I know, right? I was like, ten dozen. Can she call us? What's her name? Mm-hmm. Um, Cynthia Baxter of Minneapolis. Can you do some private baking for Lori on the side? Okay, this is a finalist by Carla McClellan. Buttery blueberry buttons. Oh, yum. So this tender, buttery, easy-to-make cookie with a flavorful fruity pop and a festive flurry of powdered sugar. It's like a little... It's like, like a, my melting moment. It kind of is, Lori, but it's more of a... um, It's got a little bit more consistency, like a scone, it looks like. Oh, but in not a little like a melt in your mouth. Melted bite. And then here's one that I think looks to die for. Mm. This is from Mika Zupke of Lakeville. Malted milk ball cookies. Oh, this in, mm, look at what it looks heart. like. It's oh. an ex- enticing. Looks like a little um, turd. Emoji. <laughs> it does kind of. <laughs> it's it's brown butter. Yum. It com- oh my gosh! And it's a brown cookie with like a swirl of like malted milk ball, like in a frosting, and then a milk ball. Is the milk ball on the top of the yes. cookie? Oh, delish. Oh my god, that looks good. And Diab- Diablo snowballs from Becky Brandt. Devil snowballs. Diablo. Di- well, Diablo is devil in Spanish. Oh, oh, oh! oh. Did you not know that, Julia? I- El Diablo. Yes, it's the texture, the nutty flavor, the cookies mm-hmm. that resemble what some call Russian tea cakes, which yeah. I love, mm-hmm. and others call Mexican wedding cookies, mm-hmm. with a few happy surprises. And finally, this looks mean? so good. Tiramisu twists. All of Tiramisu's blocks rum. Chocolate espresso are present and accounted for. Bellissimo. Mm. And this is from Joanne Holtmeyer of Edina. That one looked good, doesn't it? That one looks like a lot of work, too. It, mm. 
Lori, mm-hmm. that has to be. You know, I get. Did I, your I, mom just well, my mom never bake all the, the time? What happened to and you? So did, did it skip a de- generation? You just didn't want to do it? Uh, you it. don't have that. I don't know. You know what? Uh, I baked when, you know, the kids were, when Casey's kids were, you know, when they lived with us in the what junior and high school. Well, Nikki, last year, she's like, I need to have that that wonderful cookie that you always made at Christmas. No, I couldn't even think what it was. Neither can I. It was the little round balls with the dab of frosty, my melting moments. Oh, those are so good, Lori. Why won't you make those, you lazy woman? They are so... Love them. So, so good. Uh, Too much work. Not enough time. I want to run this way. But she did want the recipe and I had it. Okay. And I did used to bake a lot. And when I was married to my first husband, I baked a lot. I got all my baking out of me early, I think (laughs) is what happened. I, but I want to, I want to just give people an alert. Okay. Give it to us, please. Kringles from Racine, Wisconsin. The Kringles are at Trader Joe's. They're there. You know, that's the most magical. You mean the chocolate Kringles? No, what are you talking about? What is a Kringle? The round circle looks like a wreath and it's really flaky, light Mm -hmm. almond paste inside and drizzled with frosting. The Kringle. Oh, the Kringle. The the Danish Kringle. Kringle. The Danish Kringle. With almond. Almond, Julia. That sounds delicious. That is so, so good. Anything with almond paste or Mm, anything yummy. My favorite. Anyway, my mom went to Trader Joe's this morning and I said, please let me know if the Kringles from Wisconsin, because it's the only place that that ships these out. I've never seen them at any other store, but T. Joe's. And my mom was like, look at Lori T. Joe's. She's become such a fan. Oh yeah. My mom was like, I got three. One to give away, one to serve, and one to freeze. You think you can freeze <laughs> those? Okay? You can freeze them. Oh, that's sounds... no. I mean, no, I wouldn't freeze it I, like for six months. I would freeze it, and I'd figure out a way to eat it. Yeah, I'd cut a little bit every night, like I did my wedding cake. <laughs> just a little bit. I'm just going to sneak to the basement for one more second. <laughs> okay, so Art Basil, Basil Basil is going on. Yesterday's headlines: Rooms are twenty seven hundred dollars a night. Oh I mean, my word! It's where the really rich people go to be really rich together and buy really great art. Yeah. And they haven't richer. been able to get together since, since December yes. of 2019. So everyone is really rich and really happy to be there. But so what we found in 20, I think, um, 19 was the crazy thing that they called art, um, which was a banana that was duct taped to the wall mm-hmm. in a gallery. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the artist. And sold. Yes, it sold. And so the artist that did that was Maurizio Catalin, let's say. He could have a different name, but that's what it looks like to me okay. on this sheet of paper. Okay, Maurizio Cataline. <laughs> okay, Maurizio. So his new piece of art, that banana was called the comedian. Okay, so now this new because piece... Because the joke was on the person who sent money for that stupid thing. <laughs> and this this new piece of art is titled Ghost. And its its price is $350,000. And what it is, is 56 exquisitely taxidermied birds it's one piece and it's like a a box a shadow box with all the different ledges mm-hmm. and each little box you get a bird a dead stuffed a dead bird. stuffed bird 35 oh pigeons oh my pigeons and yes it's the pigeons so he <laughs> um this is he- another day is here and you're ready for it what to wear check breakfast lunch and dinner check planning for what's next and how to save for it that's where bank of america can help for your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He has done somewhat, you know, he loves the birds. He says, I'm questioning the nature of how we display art, which is particularly important in the rigidity of an art fair, and I give you dead pigeons on a board. The pigeons are observing from above the movements of the visitors below, suggesting a different confine between inside and outside and who's seeing who. The taxidermists of Minnesota and Wisconsin need to start putting shadow boxes and applying for Art Basel next year. That's what I think. Audrey they, they can, figure. That's right. They, mind. Could, they could be making some serious money yep. and not doing, uh, you know, small prices, but start thinking bigger. People buy this stuff. When I first met Bill, he had a canvas back and they were extinct or they were protected or whatever they call it at the time. And and it was on a piece of wood and it was a stuffed canvas back bird duck. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Looks like duck feet. I don't know. Grant, you might know. But so anyway, I'm just like in. Is this coming with us? Where's this going? How do you dust it? (laughs) Yeah. Where's it going? Yeah. What do you do with it? And I mean, I'm just like, okay, because we didn't, my dad hunted with Grandpa Duke one weekend a year and never brought home anything. Yeah. So I was just like, this is interesting. So there's a whole different way to care for a taxidermied deer head or moose head. My dad has two stuffed pheasants in glass cases (laughs) from Korea. Okay. Wow. Well, we lived in Japan and he came home. And they're the, you know, and my mom is like, what are we doing with these? You know, right? and, and anyway, they're burning in the bedroom. They're now down in the basement at my dad's yeah. house. And I'm just like, oh my God, there's the stuffed pheasant mm-hmm. in the glass boxes. That was a thing. It is. Well, ours is at the cabin, but it just made me, it just makes me laugh. And I, you got the name Audrey Niffenfinger, who yes. was time traveler's, time traveler's wife. wife from Chicago. And she was a taxidermist, and she had one of the best-selling books, Grant, and we will never forget her name. No. She was one of our first book guests. Yeah, really? she was, yeah. And Audrey Niffenfinger. <laughs> Niffenfinger. <laughs> Easy for you to say. Okay, we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071. We're still fighting about the cookies. Oh, Julia is still trying to shame <laughs> I just don't understand. And she makes assembly line crackers that she bakes that aren't technically a cookie. She keeps trying to shame me. I am. She went so low, she said, when my friends complain me about your cookies, what should, what should I say? Behind your back. And I said, tell them to stop talking behind Lori's back and express your cookie displeasure directly to her. <laughs> You're a pot stirrer. If I'm this not. was a real housewife thing, you would be definitely oh. verging on Ramona territory. <laughs> this is oh, going to be another conversation. Strange. I know it's not over. All right, what happened to you okay. today? You met a cool author. Well, we did something that we haven't done before and interviewed an author ahead of our show because... Uh, it worked for them. Well, no, Tuva Alsterdal 
lives in Stockholm, Sweden, and it was eight o'clock at uh, you tomorrow know, morning or something. No, t- tonight. So if we had talked to her at four thirty, it would have been midnight, over midnight or whatever, right. and that's. An unreasonable time to expect anyone to talk about it. So anyway, Tuva Alsterdahl, her book is called We Know You Remember, and here's the interview. Welcome, everybody, to the Lori and Julia Book Club. We are being joined today. We're so excited. Tuva Alsterdahl, am I getting the name correct? Yes. Yes. Absolutely okay. Okay, and um, we're talking to Tuva. Where are we calling you? In Sweden? Yes, I'm in Stockholm, Sweden. Oh, Beautiful. Lots of snow here. Yeah. Oh, is there? Well, we don't have any snow here, and we don't know what that means because this is Minnesota, and we usually have snow by December. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just got it here. You did? Well, I'll tell you what, Tuva. I I cannot believe that this is the first time the, the U.S. audience is having a chance to read one of your books, and this is called We Know You Remember. Is that true? Uh, well, I had one novel translated into English before, but it, it was in UK, so it was possible to buy in the US, but I haven't had anything, you're right, not something really published in the US before. Well, so we so are absolutely so thrilled because we know you remember, I don't know what you think about the uh, term Nordic Noir, but we kind of love it to des- to describe uh, these crime mystery thrillers that are uh, that are written by people you know of Scandinavian descent. So, are you okay with Nordic noir? Yes, I absolutely am. I think it's I think it's adequate. It's a really good title for it. Yeah, and I mean the company you're in because I, if I think before we get to your book, we know you you remember is that you know Stieg Larsson with the uh, girl in the dragon tattoo. That was really for a lot of. Uh, U.S. readers, that was the first time we were like, oh my gosh, this is an an incredibly intricate crime novel, if you will, mystery, and we want more. Oh, good. You're going to get more. You're going to get more. (laughs) Okay, so tell um, our audience, give us the setup of We Know You Remember. Well, it's it's about, uh, the novel actually started, the most important thing maybe for me when I wrote it was the landscape, this environment. It's the Nordic woodlands of Sweden with mm-hmm. huge rivers and so on. And um, this is a place, it's, it's the nature, this dramatic nature, but it's also the place that the wood industry had have left. So they live in a kind of a post-industrial environment at the same time with this beautiful natural scenery. And I, um, yeah, I wanted to put... I've, I had a house there for about 20 years, and I really wanted to write about this part of Sweden. And the novel starts with um, uh, Olaf Hogström, who returns there for the first time in 23 years. He was driven away when he was, as a 14-year-old, accused and uh, confessed to rape and murder of a teenage girl. Mm-hmm. And now he returns to his childhood home and finds his father murdered. So that's how it starts. So oh, that's yeah. How my, yeah. Big bang. <laughs> <laughs> and and then we have a missing girl. We have uh, the mystery of what is, was there a cover-up with the crime that Olaf, you know, confessed to? I mean, it's so intricately plotted. You really keep turning the pages. And I have to say, as someone from northern Minnesota, 
and I've been to uh, Sweden, I could picture, because you're right, the countryside, the setting where it is, is so vivid. And it's so reminiscent of northern Minnesota. Oh, you know, well, so nice to hear. Yeah, yes. I haven't been to Minnesota. So well, so to hear there, your people are here. There's so many uh, Scandinavians uh, yeah. here, and it looks so much. You know, like uh, the fjords and the rocky islands and a lake and the lumber industry and yeah. Anyway, it's yeah. Uh, it it and really that does something to people. It, it does because I mean, you could picture it. And I read. Uh, we know you remember on the beach in Mexico last week, and even though I'm on this sandy beach, I mean, I felt so enveloped in everything that you were describing because the setting is so key, and your characters are really so. I guess I love the psychological insight that you give into everybody, and especially our detective. How do we pronounce her name? Aira Shadin. Yeah, Aira. Okay, I was calling it Aira Shadin because I went to yeah, high school. Good. Okay, yeah. with Shadins in uh, Duluth. So I really loved her. Oh, I'm back here. I wanted to write this female heroine that isn't she isn't like the lone wolf who like solves everything herself mm-hmm. but she's like part of of her environment of the people who lives there she's born and raised in this area and uh, i mean her problem is more that she has to take care of everyone else mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not that she has like to solve it alone and i think that's like something you and i struggle more with and then this loneliness that is the cliche of a detective yes uh, yeah, and I was also, I'm also fascinated of memory and uh, oblivion. She has this long memory that you have if you live in a like small place like this, mm-hmm. because I mean she had parents' memories and the ones before her forefathers, uh, all those stories that people have told her all her life. So she likes carries a very long memory, and that can help her when she's trying to solve the mysteries. Oh, at the most same time, it's yeah. a problem because it gets too close to her family. <laughs> and also, you know, the way you paint, you know, some of the characters, some more than others, about what their memories are of what happened years ago. Yeah. And Ava herself, she was a child. She was nine years old when this nine-year-old, now nine years old, mm-hmm. sorry, uh, when this um, horrible crime occurred. Uh, and she, me- she, me- she remembers it very well, but can she trust her memories? Mm-hmm. I mean, she was a nine-year-old. Uh, she thought this guy was a monster. Was he really? And uh, I think that's a very interesting topic for a crime novel. Yeah, oh, definitely. And uh, Tuva, is, is we know you remember, is, are we going to get more of these characters? Yes, you definitely are. The second book was just published in Sweden a month ago, and it's translated just now as we speak. And in the U.S., it will be called "You Know You Will Never Be Found." Oh, and when's that coming out? I'm not sure okay. when they're going to publish it in the United States. I'm sorry, but I hope for, I, next yeah. year sometime. Well, we're going to want to uh, keep you awake again on a late Stockholm evening. What time is it there? Oh, no, it's just about 8 o'clock. Oh, yeah. okay. So, so that's no problem. <laughs> that's not so bad. But we'll want to talk to you again because I really um, love We Know You Remember. And I could totally see it being a miniseries, kind of like that uh, 
Danish Nordic noir book that was turned into a miniseries, The Chestnut Man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Could you see this being a limited series? Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, it's actually going to happen. It, it is? Looks like it's going to happen. Oh, my. Netflix? Uh, I don't know yet. It's John Wells Productions. Oh, my gosh. Who just did Made, the West Wing, which is one of my favorite TV series of all times. Uh, they have bought, they have a, like option to feel right. So oh, Tuva, we'll that see. is so exciting. And then your book. Yes, it is. <laughs> and then your book wins the Swedish Crime Novel of the Year Award. Congratulations. Thank you. That's just amazing. Now, do you, um, are you able to go out and have book tours? I mean, is Sweden open for business, if you will? Or, yes. Okay. Yes, we're open for business. It's, I mean, it might get a bit tougher now again, but yes. it's been open for business. I, I've traveled around all north of Sweden for, for the last month. What, what's the number one question that you get about we know you remember? Who? God, I don't remember. <laughs> 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 the number one question. Or what do you uh, always get asked? Because you've written other books before, so it's not like it's the first time, but what what do you think you're always asked? Uh, I think I'm asked a lot about the characters, uh, is that they feel so alive. And I think that, I mean, that's the main thing about being a writer, to write people as human beings. I just love to do this. The characters should be as complex and as, Alive as real people. If yeah. I drag a person into my book, I, I feel I have a responsibility to like do them justice. Mm-hmm. They have to be like real people, and uh, I think that's what people want to talk about the most. Well, that also that makes you a great writer too, because your characters are very convincing. Oh, I'm so happy to hear all this, and yes. I'm so happy that the book has reached you. Oh yeah, no, Tuva, we I think we. I think maybe People Magazine had this on, you know, a book not to be missed or something, but we saw it. Yeah. I was just like, oh, we Best have to do everything. Yeah. yeah, so that's so exciting. Well, the book is called We Know You Remember. Tuva, it's yeah. just been wonderful to talk to you today. Thank you so, so much. Thank you so much. So glad. So nice to talk to you. She had a lovely, Tuva. lovely accent. Lori, it's going to be a Netflix show. I mean, I haven't read the book yet, but you loved it. Yeah. Say the name of it again. Um, we know you remember, and it's the first book in a series, a and, planned series, and it's her first book that has been translated that's, you know, like to big, huge. To be sold in the U.S. too. And it kind of reminds you of kind of the Stieg Larsson yeah, and remember our Girl with the go- Lackberg, the Golden Cage. That's another Nordic yes. noir kind of a thing. But it is, uh, yeah, she's, I love the Luli Luli. I love the <laughs> Scandinavian lilt. Oh, sweet. All right, so we have one book to give away today. Yeah. 651-641-1071 for the fourth caller. Mm-hmm. You can have that book. And then we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, it's time to Hollywood Speak. 
What is the what meaning, is of, the this? meaning of this? Well, this morning, um, Hulu announced that there Hulu. would be a documentary about Astro World that was going to be airing, dropping that day. Already? Oh, yeah. And they already pulled it from the immediate backlash that happened this morning. Too, too soon. soon. Oh, my gosh. Way too weeks. soon. Way too soon. Wow. That's like a year too later type thing, I think. Yeah, at least. At let, least it all, let it all died. play out. Yeah. Let get the facts laid yes. out. Not enough time wow. has passed. People are still burying their loved ones. And, yeah, so they... Uh, uh, Astro World Concert from Hell was removed from Hulu within two hours of premiering on the platform. Okay, here's, here's, I'm going to give Which, you. Which to me, that was a good call. And yeah. it sounded like it was more like they just took the local news special from the ABC station in Houston because, of course, they were probably running this nonstop sure. like any of the news stations would hear. They would be reporting on it and packaged it up. And someone else that watched the Jen Shaw documentary that's on Hulu about her, you know her uh, fraudulent ways right. said you don't really learn anything from that that you don't know at watching the Housewives and reading stuff. So. Okay, I've got. I'm Bradley Trainer and I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Hollywood speak for yeah. you because people don't look in your inboxes today because you're going to get a very... Very disturbing email from Netflix. The price is going up $2? Oh, no. Like 10 It's twenty three ninety nine from like, what, thirteen ninety nine grand? Isn't that what it usually is? Yeah, it's thirteen ninety nine. dollars 99 Wow. Hi, wow. Julia. The cost of your plan has changed. The new change takes effect December 5th, like in three days. You can view your updated membership by visiting your account. And I have a standard plan. That's... That's a big jump because they can. That's right. That's the Hollywood speak. speak on that is because they can. They are bringing us original wow. programming that people are gobbling up and consuming. Wow. This, that's 10 They were the first streamers. That's so, yeah, 10 $10. I'm real, real happy that I've got Netflix for free right now for a year. I hate you. Why? You have everything for free. Grant, she comes in. Came she had a massage. I got it for free. She comes no, in. I, I got health care for, for my free. Massage. My gym membership went up. Oh, I have it for free. I'm no. glad Casey bought in for a dollar <laughs> 20 years ago. No. That's Your not. massage. I got it for free. No, but I did get it like with my new phone. Yeah. I got Netflix for a year. And nice. I was like. Oh I was like, my! Yeah, we, I just got HBO is... Max for a year with Lily's new phone. We bought on Black Friday, so yeah. There's they're they're giving streaming for phones. So yeah. now I'm really glad I got Netflix because I, I thought twenty three dollars. Okay. Wow, that's that is, insane. Well, here's here's how much. Okay, so this is how they get you because I bought an Amazon Fire Stick like over the summer. On some, now we're getting away from Hollywood. Speaking. No, it doesn't matter. We're gonna this. We're doing stream sticking. <sighs> oh, Lorene, that that Netflix pricing is huge. Julia, we'll see how many people cut uh, their Netflix thing, but there's people rely on it so much. For, They're going to cut cable more. Yeah, to pay for Netflix. That's, I guess, what Netflix is uh, gambling on. 
And that people will churn and burn on their other streaming things and just do their one week and get out of it or one month and get out of it, get out of it. and that their primary streaming wow. payment will be to Netflix. Wow. Is don't, anyone you think, spending, don't you think that's huge? But okay, what think of all the big shows that have been on Netflix this year? Bridge Game. Bridgerton, yeah. Squid. You know Game. who needs to up their game for content? Apple Plus. They've Absolutely. got nothing in Disney Plus. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, people will cut those. Disney Plus does well for the Marvel and because of all the Marvel shows that yeah. they're spinning off of. I know Do that they like don't have that new one? Oh yeah, the new Hawkeye one. Yeah. Love it. I every show that they've done for Marvel, and we're getting off topic here, has been fantastic. So that's what makes Disney Plus pli- like plausible, but Apple is just they got There's nothing. 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 That I want to cut. I really looked. Julia, cut that so you can keep your nets. No, what? I'm supposed to get it for free, but then I looked up my bill and I'm being charged. Look at that. I'm telling you, you have to be a forensic accountant yes, with, you all, do. with all of the different services. And then you have to go into your phone to figure out what subscriptions you're yeah. paying for. And then everyone resumes without asking. Yeah. Okay, here's right, one there for you. Mm-hmm. You know, the uh, Guillermo del Toro's we know him. Uh, movie, Nightmare Alley, premiered last night in New York City. And this has... It's supposed to, it's a psychological thriller. All kinds of people are in it. People are very excited about it. Bradley Cooper's in it, Kate Blanchett, Mara Rooney. But is it a scary one? Lori? It's a psychological oh, thriller. Okay. I can do that. Bradley Cooper told Entertainment Tonight, because Arena Shake was accompanying him. The baby, the mother of their child. Yes. What's it like for you to have Arena here? And he said, quote unquote, it's very special. They're back together. We've seen them around New York together. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They've always co-parented and been a part of each other's lives, obviously, because they have this young little gorgeous girl who's probably three or four now. Yeah. I think she's not mad at him anymore over the Lady Gaga shame at the Oscars Mm -hmm. when uh, Mm -hmm. Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga looked like they were coming when they were performing together. It's very special is such a non-answer answer. Mm -hmm. answer. But again, Mm -hmm. she's standing. I don't think they're back together, though. They're together all the time. Well, a source told page six uh, that uh, like on Thanksgiving Day, she was over there and they had the holiday together with the daughter. But she was seen returning the next day to pick up the little girl. So she didn't oh, spend they're the not night. sleeping over. All no. right. Mm-hmm. OK. Uh, well, there's an available man. Dionne Warwick was on Drew Barrymore yesterday and. They Drew asked her about uh, what's going on, and she said she wants Jake Gyllenhaal to give that red scarf back to Taylor, and she'll pay the postage. It belongs to her. She's 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 hamming this up. She's loving her Twitter status. She's loving that she's relevant. Mm-hmm. She's loving it. Yeah, yeah. All right, good for her. I know. Yeah. Get the girl her scarf back. Woo. Woo. Okay, I bet bo- that scarf is gone, Lori. No, somebody. It's in. It's in a drawer in Brooklyn, Maggie Gyllenhaal's uh, or a closet at her um, Brooklyn. All right, three story townhouse. Townhouse. townhouse yeah. Okay, right. do you believe, Kim is furious at Kanye for embarrassing her with his Thanksgiving <laughs> tweets. 
about videos, which he since wiped us. off. Yeah. He's been embarrassing her, her for years. He's been and embarrassing about himself. Her thinking about having an abortion over their young oldest daughter that's born. I mean, he is an he's embarrassed it's, her for years. Remember that photo shoot he made? He made her do where she was like in hay. Yes. With and, her rump up in the air. Yes. And it was like it was and, like and nay. He, and the one he had her do for Paper Magazine. I mean, I'm with sure the champagne, the champagne and, and the oil. I don't know. I think she. Kind of is going to look back on uh, him and just, she's going to think, what was I thinking? But I, she had the four beautiful children. But I, I would believe that she gets nervous about, about what's going to happen to him, what he's going to put into it. I was really. She she can ignore it for herself, but like at a certain she's got point. Kids. Yeah, she does. Mm-hmm. The rest of the family thinks he's being cruel and immature. And he's trying to change the narrative and make people feel sorry for him. Right. He's people who isn't on to that one. She's like, why is he out there confessing to strangers? He hasn't said any of this to me. Love so her. in the meantime, she's just having food and laughter with Pete Davidson. Mm-hmm. You know. Love it. Mm-hmm. Love it, love it, love it. All right, people. We um you know, you can always catch us on our podcast. We podcast, we stream live. You can take us on walks with you. You can take us to the gym. You could take us in the car. You could take us to the bar. To the bathroom. <laughs> you could do it in a house. You could do it. You could do it with the mouse. We'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, my talk.